What is up guys? Welcome to the Hunters of Fandom podcast. I am your host James and before we get into the episode let's uh you know have a little catch up shall we? If you had watched why do I keep saying watch? If you'd listened to any of the previous episodes you'll know that this is a little bit little bit different than usual. Now There's been a bit of change of pace with the podcast, and so now it's just me, your boy, and we are, you know, taking a little bit of an interesting turn. We've had a name update, we've had a logo update, we've had a music update, because I don't don't think we had music on the other episodes. Here we are, I'm not going to exclude those, but just so you know, this is kind of the start of season one once again welcome to the hunters of fandom podcast with me your host james and in today's episode i'm just going to be talking about everything that i watched in august because well not just watched but also read it in august because there's actually a fairly long list now to start off with i'm going to just go through the things that i watched in the cinema in August because I watched four movies and also just being back at the cinema has been like my favourite thing for the past two-ish months. I've watched 11 movies. It, it's been it's been a good time. I say 11 movies. I went to the cinema 11 times. I may or may not have watched it, um, some movies three times um, but we will get to that in a moment. But first let's start with the beginning of August when I rewatched both Black Widow and The Suicide Squad because you know sometimes it do be time to rewatch some you know some good movies. Let's talk about Black Widow a little bit, shall we? Because when I first watched Black Widow, right when it came out over here in England, when it came out on July seventh, it was I didn't know how to feel about this movie because on the one hand. I enjoyed it but on the other hand I also was just like oh wow this is actually shorter like the movie felt shorter to me the last time I had been in the cinema like watching a Marvel movie was watching Far From Home which I'm pretty sure let me just double check but I think it's got a runtime of like two hours and 20 minutes or something like that Far From Home runtime okay So it had a two hour and ten minute runtime. And the Black Widow movie only has a runtime of like two hours. And it just felt very short. Don't get me wrong. I still really enjoyed the movie. I watched it three times in the cinema. And then I feel like it's going to be one of those movies that I go back to a lot in the MCU. Just because they had some good songs in Black Widow. And they did not need to go so hard with the opening credit. Also, you know, as a little bit of a, a warning, um, this episode probably won't be too spoilery because there's a lot for me to cover. But future episodes, they will be spoilery. But I'll let you know at the start of every episode whether or not they're going to be spoiler episodes. The opening credits for Black Widow that whole sequence was just 
every single time I watched it, I was like, oh, okay, they really decided that this is going to hit as hard as humanly possible. I'm not complaining, though. Like, it was a good, good opening credits. And even the first two acts of this movie, I loved. The last act felt a little bit too much like previous Marvel films, where it's just like, okay, this is like big old superhero battle now. Like, okay, that isn't to say that I didn't enjoy the film. I still loved it, and it grew on me as I kept watching it. Um, like every time I watched it, like rewatched it, it was just like, oh, okay, I know what I'm expecting now because I've already seen it. So it wasn't as jarring to me as it had been the first time that I watched it. It was it was a pretty good movie, you know? I have a Black Widow poster now as well. I love it. It's one of Natasha and it's just kind of joined all my other uh movie posters, which the Avengers Endgame one is trying to fall, which is kind of rude, actually. I would I would rather it not do that. But, you know, but also with Black Widow, I literally, I watched it the day it came out in England, and then I watched it two days later with my friend, um, because she wanted to go watch it, and I just decided, you know what, yeah, sure, I'll go watch this again, because I needed to rewatch it, because I didn't know how I was feeling about it. I'm trying to remember if I gave Black Widow a score, I don't think I did, but my gut says about 81 out of 100. That's where my gut's telling me to put Black Widow. Like, it wasn't the best Marvel movie. It wasn't, you know, some groundbreaking Dark Knight-esque superhero film. But it was a good movie, you know? And there aren't... I don't think there are many... I don't think there are many superhero films that I would give less than a 50 anyway, just because it would have to be a really bad film. And I just really enjoyed watching the characters. Like, I loved Natasha. Um, I missed it, you know? And also, it, I feel like it was a pretty good, like, intro back into, like, phase four film edition. Because we have four movies this year. We have um, one's already out. Shang-Chi comes out the day that this goes up. And then also... We also have Eternals and Spider-Man No Way Home. So we have three more movies. And this was just a nice way to be able to get back into the movie sphere. Because we've had, like, we've had three TV shows, like, four TV shows. And now we're, like, currently in the run of What If, which I don't actually know how many episodes there are for What If. Um, but episode four comes out the day that I'm recording this. I just really love the fact that I was able to go to the cinema and watch this on the big screen and not have to pay how I think it was like 19.99 on Disney plus to watch this movie because that's that's the one thing I can't really vibe with Disney plus lately is um forcing trying to force me to spend extra money I don't pay that much to go to the cinema I usually go by myself or like with maybe a couple of friends, but I'm usually, like, we usually pay for ourselves, um, so I'm not really in the habit of spending £20 in the cinema, so spending £20 to watch a movie at home is just not it for me, but for some people, 
you know, it may equate to be cheaper or there may be places out there where, you know, the the state of the situation um, that we've been in for a while has not, like, it's not as, they don't feel as comfortable or as safe going to see a movie in the theatre, which is completely understandable. Just for me, I feel quite comfortable um, at least comfortable enough to go to the actual cinema and watch movies and then it's gonna come out on Disney plus for free soon I'm pretty sure like within a month or so because it came out two months ago now so yeah it'll be on Disney plus um easy access for everyone soon so yeah that was you know some brief thoughts on Black Widow I I think my favourite part about this entire movie was the characters, just because I love them. Like, I really do. The new characters that we got, returning characters, it was just fun. We got we got a lot more insight into Natasha, especially during, like, the times between Civil War and Infinity War, and just, I really just liked being able to see things that happened even though um spoiler alert if you haven't seen endgame which it's been two years y'all go watch it please i wasn't expecting her death to hit me as hard in infinity war because i was just like oh yeah i like that well enough but it's not like i paid attention to her character but um this was like a nice little villain kind of thing for people who already enjoyed her character or people who didn't know her character that well because despite the fact that she was in a fair amount of movies she did not get you know a quality amount of screen time or character like arc development kind of thing so at least we got to see you know like she's a person like she has human emotions and all that She's not just a robot, as um, AO3 would love to put. Natasha Romanov is not a robot, which is a whole tag on AO3, which I just, I love that. Moving on from Black Widow, I watched The Suicide Squad uh, at the start of August again. I had re-watched it from, um, I watched it the day it came out as well, which was July 30th. Um, I just wanted to rewatch the Suicide Squad because I enjoyed it the first time, and there's something about watching a movie where it's just gratuitous violence mixed with comedy, and it's like, do I really need to pay too too much attention to the plot? No, not really. I'm here to watch Idris Elba and John Cena absolutely destroy people i'm here to watch a grown a shark man eat people i'm here to watch margot robbie do her thing as harley quinn that's what i'm here for i'm not here to to watch you know like ah yes this is like truly understandable plot and this this and this happens like it's a suicide squad movie the first one was eh, like I enjoyed it well enough at the time, but I also wasn't, like, you know, well-versed in um, good movie opinions when I was watching the the original Suicide Squad movie for the first time. So, we're here, you know, five years later. My taste is a bit better now. Um, (laughs) And just, I was just here to watch a group of, like, 
villains, anti-heroes, whatever you want to call them, beat the living daylights out of people, at least learn to work as a team. Again, I love the, I actually quite enjoyed the, like, storytelling telling element that we had in this movie, where it wasn't completely linear, and because we're also following, like, multiple different characters, we would see things from one character, and then we would, like, go back to see the a similar whatever that another character was doing at that time um I just really love that kind of element I love the returning cast that we had because we had Margot Robbie again as Harley Quinn and we also had Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg and I like I really enjoy their dynamic of like they're the only like they know each other well enough that it's like oh, okay like they get along really well but eventually like most of the cast of characters that we have get along pretty well which is good but um you know we always have our conflicts and there's just something about this movie it's just a fun movie like it doesn't have to be spectacular it doesn't have to be you know the best movie it just has to amuse me for however long its runtime is, and it does, it really does, even if there were some things that I was like, eh, you know, I, that kind of makes me want to crawl out of my skin, and I have goosebumps now watching this, um, it was just really just fun, and I am never one to not want to watch an action sequence, like, you could not not watch make me watch an action sequence like I'm never gonna say no like action movies are my favorite kinds of movies and I just love everything about them the music the choreography the the actors except when they're bad but in this movie did I see a bad actor no no I didn't actually because I've seen some of these people in things before. I've seen John Cena in movies before. And this was a different character. And I was like, yes, thank you. Like, I've seen Idris Elba in things. I've seen Margot Robbie in things. And every time, I just, I love to be able to appreciate the fact that it's like, yes. I know that this actor is working their ass off because this is a different character. Yeah. It was, I, I just really enjoyed this movie. It was, I feel like it's going to be, like, one of my guilty pleasures or whatever. Like, I might buy this movie when it comes out. I might have to. It, it might be one of those things. I do also own the original Suicide Squad, so, like, you know. I still need to watch Birds of Prey, which I was supposed to do last year, but um, kind of got distracted and I don't know where to find it so I might also have to buy Birds of Prey at some point so I can watch it. We shall see because it's not on Netflix and we don't have HBO Max over here which is annoying because I would like to be able to watch some DC things every once in a while but you know it is what it is I guess. So Suicide Squad I give it 83 out of 100 I enjoyed it. Was it the best movie ever? No. Was it the best superhero movie I've ever seen? No. But did I really enjoy myself with this movie? Hell yeah. That's why it gets an 83 for me.
moving on from that, the next movie that I watched was Free Guy, which is the new Ryan Reynolds movie. I didn't know that much going into this movie. Like, I knew... What did I know about this movie? Okay. I knew Jack Jacksepticeye and uh, Pokimane <laughs> were in this movie at some point or another because I saw it on Instagram, um, like, on their Instagram feeds. Um, I knew Ryan Reynolds was in it because I'd seen the posters. Somehow, despite seeing the posters, I did not know that Taika Waititi was in this, or Joe Keery, or I don't, I really don't want to butcher his name. Hold on a second, let me, if I get Google to pronounce it. Okay, so she's not going to do it for me, which is um kind of rude. Utkash Ambudka. Utkash Ambudka. And I didn't know that Utkash Ambudka was in it. What I was saying was I didn't know that any of those people were in it, which is surprising because I'm pretty sure they were on the poster. Um, but, you know, I don't pay attention that well for some reason. Uh, but, yeah, Free Guy was a really good movie. I very much enjoyed it. It was fun. There was, like, you know, some little, some little interesting bits. Actually, <laughs> funny story. When I walked into the cinema... I thought they were playing, like, a trailer because I didn't know what movie I was going to see because it was, like, one of those, you go to the cinema and then and then when you're in the cinema, you work out what movie you're watching. But I was, like, a little bit late and I walked in and I was just like, oh, it's the Free Guy trailer. And then it was, like, five minutes later, I was like, oh, okay, this is the movie because this trailer's really long. Um, I'm I'm kind of... I'm an interesting person when it comes to comprehending things, I guess. I don't know. I really enjoyed Free Guy. It was very, like, it was a very funny movie as well because, and the vibes of the cinema was really good when I watched it. It was just like, oh, okay. Like, I'm not the only one that finds it funny while sitting here drinking my slushie. Like, I'm glad that I'm not laughing a lot because that would be really weird. Especially because I was sitting in, like, the second row. It'd have been really awkward if I was the only person laughing. But luckily, I was not. What did I give this movie's rating? Because I I feel like it's in the 80s or it's like early 80s or like 75 or something. I didn't give it a rating, which is kind of annoying, actually. Um, Yeah. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to give it a 78. It was a good movie, but I'm not even going to lie. Sometimes I didn't know what earth was going on. This is coming from, like, I'm not the biggest video game person. Like, I've played some video games, mostly Bad Ice Cream. Also, uh, kudos to anyone who understood that reference. Um... And, like, Fireball and Water Girl, you know. Like, I've played Mario Kart, because I'm not a heathen. But I don't play video games a lot, a lot. So, like, watching a thing about video games, I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Like, I kind of vibe with it. It, it. it reminds me a little bit of Pixels. Like, the same, like, video game vibe, but very different, because it's not, the like, Aliens. Like being video game characters 
um, to destroy Earth. Like, the main, the main world was a video game, but also, we had, like, the side plot of kind of, like, being, like, it's not even the side plot, it was the main plot, but it felt like a side plot to me, because I was kind of just, like, okay, but, like, I kind of want to sit in the video game world, because this is fun, like, I enjoy video games, but I know absolutely nothing about them, so it's a weird scenario, but I was just here, like, I like sitting in here, I understand where NPC is, I've played d and I know what NPC is, like, I kind of understand what's going on here, but also not really. So, yeah. Did I just tell the entire internet that I'm a noob? Yep. Yes, I did. Oh, well. <laughs> what did I say? I think I gave this in 78 out of 100. Like, one of my things with movies is it always comes down to, like, how much should I enjoy the movie? And then also critically thinking, like, is this movie, like, groundbreaking in its genre? Or, like, was the cinematography, like, some good-ass cinematography? Did it have a really good score? That kind of thing. And, I don't know, there's something about the last 20-ish percent that, where a movie can go from like an 80 to a 99 is that kind of like how good is the production quality how good is the the visuals the sound that kind of thing because you didn't know I was a film student I'm a film student so I was quite like I always feel like I sound kind of pretentious when I get into this kind of like okay but how pretty was it basically I'm really into aesthetics with movies like kind of how it looks and feels and what kind of like what vibes I get um that's kind of like my main thing with not my main thing with film because I will watch some trash like last year I watched all five Twilight movies all that being said though this is no hate to Twilight fans because um if this book has if this book or movie has ever brought you joy that's a good thing if it has brought you joy, that's all media needs to do, is bring you joy, or bring you comfort, or something, or other, I personally just don't like, um, anything about this movie, or book series, I still can't read the first Twilight book, I got to chapter seven, it took like two months to read up to chapter seven, and I'm the kind of person who can read multiple books in a day, which I actually can talk about in a little while because I did that um but yeah something about Twilight just has grinded my gears since I was like nine I think it's the Harry Potter child in me like I was a Harry Potter boy growing up I really was and even now like to this day I have read and watched Harry Potter so many times. I haven't watched or no, I watched it three years ago now, I think. And I read it four or five years ago. And I still have like deep cut knowledge, although I'm pretty sure the deep cut knowledge is because I still watch Harry Potter theories, mostly the Super Colin Brothers. Um 
like I still watch Harry Potter series, so I guess that's why we still have deep cut information. But even when they do like trivia or whatever, it's just like, oh okay, I actually do know the answers to these for some reason, despite the fact that I have not read these books in like so long. And I haven't done a full reread, like Philosopher's Stone to Deathly Hollows in well over like five, six, maybe seven years. Like it's been a long time. But I think part of the reason I don't like Twilight is because I was a really big Harry Potter kid. And then I was like, I got into Percy Jackson when I was like 11. And it was just like, yeah, no, why would I read Twilight? Like, I've got Percy Jackson, I've got Harry Potter, like, I've read The Hunger Games. Divergent is like, I don't know, Divergent's one of those things where it's just like, okay, it's a guilty pleasure kind of thing. Because on the one hand, I'm like, okay, this isn't that great in terms of like, quality of like story but I enjoyed them the first time I read them and I still enjoy them every time I read them although it's also been a while like I enjoy a lot of things I enjoy like shadow hunters and I need to reread those books as I have not read them since I was 12 and that was a while ago so I do really need to reread those but Shadowhunt is the show made me cry last year when I actually finally watched season three. <laughs> when I actually watched past season two B because I had not done that, despite the fact that I watched that as it was coming out at the beginning. I don't know. Like, for me, Twilight is, like, on par with Riverdale or, like really annoyingly bad CW shows, um, maybe an unpopular opinion, somehow, just somehow, Riverdale is worse than Twilight, which I think is a feat, I really think is a feat, and one day I will watch Riverdale, and I will talk about Riverdale, but I don't know if I can bring myself to do it yet, because it's a lot, it's some stress that I don't know, if I have the strength for. And this is really off topic and I don't know how I got from free guy to here, but anyway, um I wanna talk about Snake Eyes because that's like the last movie that I watched in August and it was so good and I had no clue what I was going into when I first started watching it. Cause I was like, oh, okay. Like I would see the trailer and be like, okay, cool. Like you have some nice tech. Because they had like these motorcycles. Go away, Google. Um, they had these motorcycles which I just thought looked really cool. And um I was like, also, you know, for representation, I'm going to go and support Asian actors. This looks interesting. It's an action movie. It's a G.I. Joe Origins, which I was like, I think G.I. Joe is a like an action figure, I think. Um, I've heard of it very vaguely. I feel like he's got like James Bond esque energy. Don't come for me if that's wrong. I have not watched James Bond ever in my life. I will eventually watch them, but like I have not watched them yet. And also, like I said, I love action movies, man. Like they're just really good. And then also they're fighting with swords. I I was a 
big Pirates of the Caribbean fan. Like, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. Sword fights, my dudes. Sword fights. Like, what else am I supposed to do? You give me swords. You give me action. You give me cool tech. I'm watching a movie. <laughs> like, I'm definitely watching it. And I just thought it was a really interesting concept. So I just went, okay, cool. I'm going to go watch Snake Eyes. No clue, really, what the plot uh, was at the time. I had, Like, I'd seen the trailers in the cinema, but I was like, I don't... You know how trailers are. I was like, I don't really follow what's going on. Um, Watched it, and I was like, I actually really enjoy this movie. Um, I gave it a 79 out of 100 immediately following, like, coming out of the theatre. One thing about this movie is cinematography is so good. Like, there were some shots where I was genuinely just sitting in the cinema, like, oh my gosh, that's a really pretty shot. Like, y'all are killing me right now. Like, it's so pretty. And also, another thing that I really liked about this movie, main character wasn't like a hero, hero kind of guy. You know, it wasn't like a Captain America or, like, what's another hero? Or, like, a Batman. Uh, dude was the protagonist, but he was more on the, like, I'm a, I'm a person with questionable morals. Um, I'm, like, an anti-hero kind of thing. I don't know if he was quite, like, far enough to be anti-hero, but, like, he had his own agenda. And I appreciated that. Like, I love when it's just, like, okay. Because not everyone is... 100% good and not everyone is 100% bad like we have a mixture inside of us and they like it depends your actions define like which side you lean more towards and so it's one of those things where it's like oh, okay like I, I I appreciate the fact that you're giving me someone who like has their own kind of their own wants and interests and they at least at the beginning wasn't was kind of just like I'm doing this because I want to do this one thing that I wanted to do my entire life that was like the main motivation and I vibe with that a lot character wise like I've talked about how I really like Snake Eyes but even like some of the other cast I forgot the I think she was like the chief of security the lady I don't know I don't remember people's names um I know Tommy was the dude hold on a second I think it's Akiko can I see a picture yeah it's Akiko um I really liked her character because she was like she was suspicious of um snake eyes the entire time and then like she slowly became to like trust him like at least there was some kind of trust like it wasn't complete trust but there was some kind of trust and then he went and did the thing and it was just like ah oh, man she trusted you and fights and just give me a good action sequence like that will keep me happy for the rest of eternity just give me a good action sequence. It was a good two hours, man. It, w- it was a good two hours. 
But that was everything that I watched in the cinema. However, my dudes, the cinema is not the only place that I went to go and watch things. I watched Daredevil seasons one and two this month, this past month, and um. I'm not gonna lie, I'd already watched The Punisher, so I was mainly watching season one so I could get to season two because I knew Frank Castle was in season two. Uh, but I've really grown to enjoy, like, I love Matt, like, a lot. I really like Karen, but Foggy? <sighs> Matt Murdock does not deserve Foggy Nelson, and I will stand by that statement. Like, I really will, because Foggy is just, I love him, like, a lot. He's just, like, I don't know, he's, like, vulnerable, but also not at the same time. Like, he's a strong person, but he's not afraid of, like, showing that he, like, has emotions and he can be hurt by things, and he can like feel disappointment and I just really like that and also I'm not even gonna lie though Matt kind of reminds me of a lot of people like I feel like I know a lot of people who kind of give off Matt vibes I just really like this show so far I got to watch the third season soon but I will watch the third season when I when I finished season two with Punisher, because I just finished rewatching season one last yesterday, and I want to rewatch season two because I'm here for Frank Castle and Billy Russo and Dina Madani. Yes, ma'am. Like Dina Madani, thank you for thank you for what you're doing. Like Dina Madani, thank you. I enjoy watching you be a bad bitch. I really do. Because that is a woman who knows what she wants and will do anything to get it. And I appreciate watching, you know? Like, and just everyone's really good looking in the show. <laughs> and that's not the point of that. Anyway, speaking of, um, well, not currently speaking of, but I was talking about Pirates earlier. And um, I rewatched the first three Pirates movies, which in my opinion are the only is the original trilogy and everything else is an interestingly made spin-off i actually still haven't watched the fifth one i've watched like half of it in 2017 so i will re-watch that one and i will re-watch on strange tides but the original three are the best three in my opinion number one spectacular number two pretty damn good number three Number three, just no words, real good, okay? At World's End is where it's at for me, personally. Despite the fact, I know for a fact that I have watched Dead Man's Chest a ridiculous number of times. Weirdly enough, a lot of those times would be with lasagna, because apparently that's what my brain went. You know what's a good time to watch this movie? With lasagna? A decision, I know. Moving on. Love all the Pirates movies. Uh, at least the third three. I haven't watched the fourth one in a long time, so 
we'll see, but historically, not as good. It is what it is. Also, I watched Onward, um, which was a movie that I was supposed to watch a long time before I actually ended up watching it, because I was supposed to go watch that uh, last March. We all know what happened, so I didn't end up watching it, and then it wasn't on Disney Plus for a while in the UK, and then it went on Disney Plus, but I kind of, like, forgot to watch it, but I finally watched it, it only took, like, 17 months, but it's fine, um, you know, I got there, I really enjoyed the movie, there were points where I was just like, oh, that's adorable, like, I'm kind of, like, I'm feeling emotions, like, not quite, like, ready to tear up, but, like, the bit right before you're, like, I could tear up right now, that kind of stage I was in a lot, I just, I really like the dynamic between, um, Bali and Ian, like, I love that kind of, like, vibe of, you know, your true father figure is the friends we made along the way, yeah. Or at least the realisation was kind of that vibe. I just really enjoyed that. Um, I realise I don't score movies that I watch at home. Like, I score movies that I watch in the cinema, but I don't really score the ones that I watch at home. Just because most of the time it's like, I'm watching this because it doesn't have as much fanfare, especially because I rewatch a lot of things when I'm at home. So it doesn't really, like, give me score vibes. It more gives me, hey, I like this movie. I'ma watch it, you know. Speaking of movies that I like, this movie I'ma watch it. I rewatched Hamilton, which is basically a two and a half hour um fest of me just singing every single song, and at least for the first act, dancing around like a maniac in the living room, because you know you gotta do what you gotta do, and Hamilton's just one of those things for me i will do a whole episode on hamilton at one point or another but i really love hamilton i watched the now you see me movies i watched uh now you see me and the now you see me 2 i love those i think i like now you see me 2 a little bit better just because it has the addedness of um you know the card trick scene nuff said Nuff said that card scene best scene but i just really i really like that movie i've watched it a lot as well like i've watched that movie a fair amount of times and it never gets old for me you know it's one of those movies it never gets old for me and i love that i love the fact that it never gets old because i will always vibe with it it's just a really good, like, little series. Moving on to, like, the last little segment, I guess. Is this a segment? I don't know. Anyway, last thing that I did in the month of August. Of August, is I read some good books. Um, let's see, let's count. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve. Yeah, I read nine books in August. Um, 
I read A Good Girl's Guide to Murder and like that trilogy by Holly Jackson, which is a murder mystery, um, kind of thing. Like it's a mystery book, you know. Um, loved it. I love that whole series, but especially that first book, such good vibes. I read the three books within like three days. No, was it three days or was it two? It was within two days. I read three books in two days. That was a that was a good time. It was a really good time. So uh, you know, if you're into mysteries and all that, you know, check it out. I gave them fives because, as far as I'm concerned, if you can get me to read a book in one sitting or within a day, that book is a five. And I read all three of them in one sitting. Therefore. It's a five out of five. And then the next thing that I read was the School for Good and Evil um series. They've like got a series in a series. So they've got like the first three, which is like the school years, and then they've got the second th- like the second group of three, which is like the Camelot years or whatever. I have been reading those books since I was I've been reading those books since, like, 2014, because I got given the first one as, like, a, hey, you like Harry Potter, you'll probably like this, because, um, Go for Good and Evil is, like, a mixture between magic and fairy tales, and just, it's, um, I'm pretty sure they're middle grade as well, so, like, I think I read them when I was a kid, so, yeah, probably from, like, probably age, like, eight I think probably like around that kind of like like you know kid age rather than like you're a small child it's like you're you can read like comprehension wise you know it was it was a fun it was a fun time and I don't know it really it brought me back to like <laughs> being a kid <laughs> which sounds funny because I'm not you I'm not old like in the slightest but it brought me back to like some of the more carefree kind of days, you know, when life was a little bit different to how it is now. There's something about them that I've just always vibed with, and just every time I've read them, it's just been like, yeah, no, this is still a really good series. So, yeah, check out The School for Good and Evil if you like magic and fairy tales and like fairy tale retelling kind of thing those are kind of like what it is um i also gave those a five because i read all six books in five days so yeah that's kind of like the main gist of what i wanted to do on this episode you know what i wanted to talk about my dudes thank you for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it like I said, plan is new episode every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, just, you know, Hunters of Fandom. By the time this episode comes out, I should have an Instagram and a Twitter, um, which will be linked in the description down below, as well as my Instagram and Twitter, although to be fair, it's been a while since I've used them, so I should actually use them again. Um, 
Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I've been your host, James, and I will see you next week, y'all. Anyway, bye. Hasta luego.